I just trust that God's being faithful and uh, his presence is just showing up there in your home and in your rooms as you watch, whether it's <laughs> on your phone or on your TV. I know this is new for all of us, but I just want to encourage you all. Just keep being faithful, pressing into God's presence, getting into God's word, and spending time with your families and your friends and gathering in smaller groups to have church. Father, I just pray for your blessing upon this time and your word. And I just thank you, Lord, for anointing me to preach your word to your people, Lord. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, that your word is alive and sharper than a two-edged sword. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, that you can touch each heart and change each life right there where they're at. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, <laughs> um, considering what's going on in this world right now, um, God wants to encourage each one of you not to worry about a thing. So that's what the Lord spoke to my heart. Um, he said, don't you worry about a thing. In 1 John 4, 4, he speaks to us and he says, greater is he that is in us, in me, than he that is in the world. And so it doesn't matter what we're facing, whether it's something physical, whether it's, you know, what you're facing is what we're all facing right now with the closures of restaurants and changes of things, closing of schools and churches and things of that nature. Um, it doesn't matter what we're faced with, whether it's spiritually, whether it's physically, whether it's emotionally, God is greater and greater is he that is in you than he or anything we face in this world. God is greater. God is bigger. And so whatever you're up against, God wants to remind you tonight not to worry about a thing. He's got you. He's got this world in the palm of his hand. Amen. So it doesn't matter what you're facing. God wants us to focus on him. God wants us to continue worshiping him. Um, and not focusing on all that's around us, but continue trusting and hoping in the fact that he's got it, amen, and that every, everything he is and everything he has for us is in him. Psalms 20, verse 7, you know, because sometimes when we're going through stuff, we'll turn to <laughs> the grocery stores, which is absence of the TP, as you know. Um, <laughs> um, some turn to their bank accounts which might be depleting because of a lack of a job. Um, some might be turning to a relative or, or to um, different sources, and, but God wants us to trust in him, not to lose sight of the fact that he's our provider and he's our supplier and he's our healer and he's our deliverer and he's our savior. He is everything we need. In Psalms 20, verse 7, the word of God says, some trust in horses and some in chariots. Or you could say some trust in their bank accounts or some in their jobs or some in their doctor. But we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. His name's Jesus. And the word of God says that Jesus is the name to which every knee, thank you Jesus, shall bow. And every tongue will confess that he is Lord. So that means that every principality, every power, every ruler of darkness, every single wicked spirit in high place, every virus has to bow to the name of Jesus. Jesus gave us the keys of, he, he got the keys of death, hell, and the grave, and he gave us the keys of the kingdom, and that was so that we could bind 
things on earth and they would be bound in heaven, that we could loose things on earth and they would be loosed in heaven. You believers out there, you have the keys of the kingdom. You have the power and the ability to speak and to declare and release the power of God into situations. We need to not sit by and worry about these things that we're seeing in this world. What we need to do is look to the Lord, put our trust and our hope in him, and use the keys that he's given us to use in these times of trial. Amen? Um, Matthew 6, 25 through 34, I'm going to read from. It says, That is why I tell you, do not worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food or drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. Are they not far more valuable than they are. Now, I'm not saying be ignorant. Obviously, with everything that's going on, go ahead, you know, get some food in your cabinets, you know, be prepared to feed your family. But what I'm talking about here and what the word's talking about is don't worry. Don't get stressed out. Don't get full of anxiety because this is what the world does. They don't have a God to trust in, but we do. And our hope comes from the Lord. He says, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? No, it actually steals our time. (laughs) When you worry and you sit around listening to the news and you worry about what they're saying and and you sit around and scroll through your Facebook um, posts and people's posts and listen to what they're saying, um, unless it's the word of God being preached and encouraging you to put your trust and hope in him, then it is a waste of time and worry does waste your time. He says, why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field, how they grow. They don't work or make clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for the wildflowers that are here today and thrown in the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Today, God is encouraging because there's so many believers right now. We're not even in the end end of the end times. I I know we see some signs that the Lord is returning and praise the Lord for that. But you know what? Revival's got to happen before that happens. And so it's time to buckle down and get serious about the things of God and get serious about his word and know that his word is true and that he will not fail. He will watch over his word to perform it. And so regarding the word tonight, it's don't worry. Considering everything that's going on in this earth or what you're going through in your families or in your homes or with your spouses or your finances, don't worry. God's got you in the palm of his hand. He's taking care of the, you know, the lilies of the field and the birds of the air. And yeah, certainly you mean so much more to him than they do. He says, so don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things are dominating the hearts and thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. Live righteously, and he will give you everything that you need. Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have its own worries, and today's trouble is enough for today. I could stop there and say we were encouraged in the Lord. God is just kind of shaking us like, wake up. Don't get sucked in 
to this media. Don't get sucked in to the the worries and the fears that the enemy is throwing out there because that's what it is. The Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and wicked spirits in high places. We are not at war with our flesh. We are not at war with the government, and we're not even at war with sickness. We're at war with the enemy. And he is trying to use this attack against people, God's creation. And it's time that we rise up and we take our place at the right hand of the Father and take our dominion and use the name of Jesus to which every name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. We need to use what God has given us to use and stop worrying because it is wasting our time. We don't need to worry about a thing. First Peter 5, 7, he says, cast all your cares, cast all your anxieties upon the Lord, for he cares for you. So we need to remind ourselves of that, that God cares about us so much. If he cares about the birds, he cares about the animals out there, he cares about the, the um, livestock and, and, and the vegetation, he cares about these things, and these things just replenish themselves because he cares about them. We means so much more to the Lord. We are his sons. We are his daughters. We are his children. How much more will your heavenly father give good things to those who love him? We love him. He's going to take care of you. Just let that sink into your heart. God cares about you. He's going to take care of you. And I'm not just talking about the situation we're all faced with. I know it's caused many of us to be in a tizzy, Um, you know, going to the store and not having every single thing that we normally can just grab off. We have it so easy. Um, It's not like the old days where they actually made their bread. Some people still do that nowadays. I've seen them post it. (laughs) But, you know, we're wanting that bread immediately. We're wanting that drive-through window. We're wanting things immediate. But we need to realize that everything that we need, even if God needs to take the last drops of oil and the last drops of flour and replenish it over and over again, he will take care of you and your family. So do not um, put your hope and your trust in the grocery store even because God's going to take care of you. He says, if you're worrying, if you're having anxiety about any of this, or if it's concerning your health, or if it's concerning your bank accounts. He says, take those cares and cast them upon me because I care for you. Do you know that if you put it in God's hands, he can do a whole lot more with it than if it's in your hands? Because if if these cares or these anxieties or these um, things that you're going through are in your hands, you're going to have to carry those burdens. And um, it's not going to do you any good to walk around with, you know, this heavy heart. But when you give them to God and trust in him, he will take care of you. Amen? Put our eyes, he's telling us, put our eyes and our hope in the Lord during times of trouble. Not in possessions and not in people even, but in the Lord. In Philippians 4.19, he says, my God supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory. So he's replenishing us, he's restoring us, he's healing us, he's saving us, he's providing for us from his riches and glory. His supply doesn't come from the grocery store or from the bank account or the stock market. His supply comes from heaven. It comes from glory. And there is a numerous, and including body parts, there is a numerous supply of every single thing that we need. He's our creator. 
He can create for you food. (laughs) He can create for you body parts. What is it you need from the Lord? Ask yourself, what is it you've been worrying about? Where does your help come from? It should come from the Lord. It should not come from a doctor. Not saying not to go to the doctor. God gives us wisdom. But you should be looking to the Lord continually in the midst of a trial. Amen. Let's turn to Psalms 121. God repeats himself, and I love that because sometimes we don't get it at first. (laughs) I don't know if, if you're the same as me, but sometimes if God speaks something to my heart, I'll hear it again in a message. I'll hear it again in someone else's message. I'll hear it again on the radio, and I'll hear it again from a friend until finally I get it. And so I know that I'm repeating myself a little bit, and the scriptures are saying, and Lord's repeating himself, saying almost the same thing. But it's so that we get it deep into our heart, so that we receive it as truth and let it be planted into our heart so that it can produce a harvest for us. Amen. And so Psalms 121 says this, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he watches over Israel and never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go both now and forever. So there's no limit. It's forever. My son, my son Jude, who's six, he says forever. And it's just so cute. I make him repeat it over and over again. But God, his help, his protection, his salvation, his supply is forever. For you, for your family, for your finances, for your health, for your healing, it's forever. And so our help, that's where we should be looking to. That's where we should be putting our trust in. Our, some trust in horses, some in chariots, but we need to be trusting in the name of the Lord our God. We need to be trusting in Jesus. He says, call on me in your day of trouble and I will give you rest. He doesn't want you to call grandma and grandpa, not that family shouldn't be there for you, but he doesn't want you to depend on people or depend on resources or depend on stuff. He wants you to look to him in times of trouble. Look to him as Abba Father. Look to him as your provider and your supplier and your healer. Where does your help come from? Your help comes from the Lord. Amen. Psalms 30 verses 20 and 20 through 22 it says, we put our hope in the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him Our hands rejoice, our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. His name's Jesus. Let your unfailing love surround us, Lord, for our hope is in you alone, nothing else. Our hope is in him alone. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to be closing up here in just a moment. Um, I'm going to read one last passage. I know it's something probably everyone's quoting, but I think it's good not just to quote the reference, but to actually read through and meditate on the word of God concerning Psalms 91. He says, he who meditates on the word of God will be like a tree planted by streams of living water. His leaf 
will not wither, and whatever he does will prosper. If you'll meditate on the word of God and just get into God's presence and just soak in the word of God and just meditate on it, let it sink deep into your heart during this season, during any troubled times, your leaf will not wither or whatever you do will prosper. Amen? So whether we're going through troubles in our family or our health or our jobs or the current situation and it all around us, God is encouraging each one of us to continue to hope and trust in the Lord. Our help comes from God. So let's read from Psalms 91 here. Hallelujah. I hope you are all getting something tonight. Hallelujah. So listen really closely or get your Bibles out, your apps out. Follow along. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge and my place of safety. Let me stop. He alone. Nothing else. He alone is our place of refuge and safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from every deadly disease. Remind him of that if that's what you're facing. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and your protection. Do not be afraid or don't worry about a thing. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night or the arrows that fly by the day. Do not dread disease that stalks in darkness or the virus (laughs) or the disaster that strikes in midday. Though a 10,000 might be falling around you and thousands are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you will make the Lord your refuge, if you will make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. This is a promise from God. Make him your hope, your shelter. He is where our trust should be in. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. Some of us have to go along and do our business as usual. We have to go to the grocery store. We can't stay cooped up. We have to go to the bank. And every time we change hands with the banker, we need not fear because his angels are with us wherever we go. They will hold us up with their hands so we don't even hurt our foot on a stone. You will trample lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. You love God. I will protect those who trust in my name. Do you trust in the name of Jesus? He's everything. Again, he's our provider, our supplier, our healer, our deliverer, our savior. He's where our hope and help comes from. We worship him, you know, Sunday mornings and and hopefully throughout the week. And we uh, worship him on Friday nights at Revival and hopefully continue to do so throughout the week. But when it's in times like this, we need to continue to remind ourselves and continue to praise and worship him so our focus stays on him, not on the things of this earth. He says, when they call on me, I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with long life and give them my salvation. Praise the Lord. 
God's promises are yes and amen. He says in his word that he watches over his word to perform it. And so I want to encourage you that as I read those scriptures, God is watching over his word and he's going to confirm it. He's going to perform it in your lives. He's going to protect you from deadly disease. He's going to protect you and he's going to supply for you. And he's going to send his angels to go with you wherever you go. You do not need to fear of the terrors of the night or the arrows or the um, attacks of the enemy by day. You do not need to fear. Because Jesus is near. (laughs) Jesus is with you wherever you go. Greater is he who is in me, who is in you, than he that is in the world. Let's pray. Father, we just worship you. We just praise you, Lord. We just thank you, God, that your presence is here right now. Father, I thank you that you're manifesting your presence right there in the home of the people watching. Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you would just loose your angels to guard and protect and camp around about each one of them. Father, I just pray and I just bind every work of the enemy that has been working against people's minds in fear, anxiety, and dread, and apprehension. I just break the power of the enemy. Father, I ask you to manifest your peace and your presence, which surpasses all understanding, that it would guard their hearts and minds. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I just pray that people would be continually faithful, Lord, to tune in and get into the word and to join in and worship as a body of believers, Father, even though it is different and it's online. Father, that they would join in and, Lord, that they would even sense a greater um, presence and a greater encounter with you than they've ever sensed before. Father, I just want to thank you for the anointing to even preach your word to a camera. Father, I just thank you, Lord, that your anointing is on me so strong, Lord. And I just thank you that anointing is flowing through me into the hearts and lives of the people, Father, touching them. Lord, I just thank you, Father, right now for their faithfulness in the name of Jesus. And now I just want to encourage